Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. So question, what makes a good run versus a bad run, right? We've all had those really awesome fired up runs, and I'm sure most of us have experienced those really kind of not so wonderful runs. So how do things like weather, nutrition, and sleep affect your performance? And how do you get better, get faster, and go further with your running? Well, I'll tell you the secret. The secret to improving your runs comes from the ability to self-evaluate your training. Now, as a running coach, I have coached countless clients to cross finish lines and get those personal records and achieve those PRs. However, I have created a running journal designed specifically to give you the tools to help you coach yourself. By filling in the pages of my Something Wonderful running journal, patterns will start to emerge and you get the opportunity to analyze the data and to create the perfect running formula for your success. So every time you go out for a workout, you can help improve your performance by 1% every single time. You can get my journal right now on Amazon. The link is in the show notes and you can start to unlock your potential as an athlete. And by getting the Something Wonderful running journal, you are also showing support for this podcast and my small business. And for that, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Before we kick off today's episode, I do want to start by reading another review. One, because I love reading your guys' reviews and I love reading, you know, and just seeing what you guys think of the podcast and what you're liking. Um, And also because I want to reiterate how much these reviews really, really help me and the podcast. So thank you to everybody that has written a review. It means so much to me. And uh, yeah, if you could take a moment to write a review, that would be awesome. And if you do, I might just read your review on the podcast. So this review says, I absolutely love listening to Allie on her podcast. She's informative and also relatable. I am a mom of three and ran through all of my pregnancies and after, and I've learned so much and also have been encouraged many times from Allie. I highly recommend this podcast to anyone as well as following her additional content on her social media pages. So Thank you so much uh, for this review. I love it. Uh, I, you know, I love my fellow mamas, uh, you know, out there crushing it, doing all the things, even with uh, raising those tiny humans. 
So let's go ahead and dive into today's running term of the day. Today's running term is talk test. I think, you know, especially since we talked about RPE in my last episode, um, I think this is a really good term for us to talk about today. And our talk test is, it's, it's not super complex, right? This is a talk test that you can do the next time you go for a run. Uh, can you hold a conversation? Could you do something like, um, I don't know, say the Pledge of Allegiance or sing Happy Birthday? Could you do something like that um, while you are running? If you are running at a moderate effort, let's say an RPE5, you should definitely be able to pass the talk test. You should be able to hold a conversation, um, you know, say say phrases and, and sentences, and uh, it shouldn't be too difficult for you to do that. If you try to, let's say, sing happy birthday and you are really struggling to get words out or your breathing is super labored, uh, chances are you are not in that RPE5. You are not at an RPE. Um, you are not at an moderate effort. And that's a sign that maybe you should just slow things down a little bit. So that is the talk test. And, uh, you know, in today's episode, I'm going to be going through and talking about different running workouts that you can add into your routine. So if you want to make sure that you're inside of the goal effort zone or the goal RPE or the goal pace, then doing the talk test is something really easy that you can do and you don't need a watch or any devices to to calculate your pace. You can literally do the talk test any time. So that is that. So let's go into today's let's, today's topic. Let's start talking about what these workouts are. Um, you know, because we don't we don't want all of our runs to be at the same distance and the same pace all the time. One, that can get a little monotonous, a little boring. And two, it doesn't necessarily push us forward to challenge our body and create change. And it will really help us become more well-rounded runners when we have different workouts in our routine. So the first one is one of my absolute favorite types of running workouts, and that is hill repeats. And this is nothing fancy. It is simply the act of running up a hill as fast as you can and walking right back down and running up the hill as hard as you can and walking right back down. For me, I do live in Miami and uh, if you've ever been to Miami, it's uh, it's a very flat area. There's no such things as hills. So I use the bridges. We've got some bridges, uh, you know, connecting the beach to the mainland 
and I use the bridges as my hill. So I run up the bridge and down the bridge and walk down the bridge and run up the bridge and walk down the bridge. Um, so I use that if you don't have access to a hill or a bridge, you could even do like bleachers, right? Running up the stairs and walking back down. Obviously, super careful because you don't want to fall and get hurt. Um, you know, but there's there's different ways to incorporate this type of workout. It doesn't just have to be a hill. But what I love about this type of workout is that it is a strength training workout and a cardio workout all in one. Because when you are powering up that hill, you are working your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes, your calves. You're really, you know, pushing uh pushing your body to to get you up this hill and also pushing that RPE. This is going to be one of the higher RPE workouts. This is going to be one of those really intense uh, workout sessions. Um, you know, so it's something that in your routine you don't need to do very often. You don't even need to do these like every week, but throwing in some hill repeats every so often can be a one, a really fun way to switch things up to get a two for one strength training and cardio workout. And three, it can really, really help with your speed and it can help you kind of take on the challenge of hills if they pop up on race day for you. So these hill repeats, you are going to find yourself at least at an RPE eight when you are heading up these hills as hard as you can, really pushing yourself on this incline, and then you can let your heart rate settle as you walk back down. The next type of workout that you can incorporate is intervals or fartleks. So fartleks is just a Swedish term for speed play. For your fartleks, there is no rule for how long these these intervals need to be. They can be really short intervals. They can be really long intervals. Um, and there's even benefits to kind of switching it up week to week, right? Sometimes doing shorter intervals, sometimes doing longer intervals. Of course, the RPE that you're going to be able to push is going to depend on how long your interval is. If your interval is only, you know, two minutes long, you're going to be able to push yourself to a higher RPE than if, let's say, your interval is five or six minutes long. So know that, you know, when you do the, these, the speed play, these intervals, there's no rules for how long they need to be, but they do really help your body learn how to be fast, even though your interval might only be a couple minutes long, 
But if you really push yourself, if you really get into that higher intensity um, heart rate, you're teaching your body to how to be fast. You're teaching it how to be efficient, how to use oxygen efficiently, how to engage your muscles. Um, you know, it's it's teaching your body these systems so that way you're you you could one day you know PR your five k your 10k your half marathon by doing these shorter faster intervals so again this isn't a set rpe it's going to depend on how long your intervals are but don't be afraid to push okay you know give yourself plenty of time to recover between each interval um but these can be really fun workouts to just get to experience speed. You know, some of us might not be able to run an eight-minute mile, but maybe you can hold the pace of an eight-minute mile even for one to two minutes during your intervals. And it can be really fun to kind of experience that speed um, without having to hold it for like a whole 5K. So fartlex intervals, very good to incorporate into your routine. The next one is long runs. Obviously, you know, these runs are going to be at a much slower maintainable pace. This is going to be at a lower RPE. So something like a four or five on the RPE scale you should definitely be able to pass the talk test. You should be able to hold a conversation, sing your ABCs, um, you know, hold a conversation. You should definitely be able to do that when you are doing your long runs. When you are doing your long runs, whether you are just training for a race um, or you're building up your endurance, your long runs are not the time for you to be pushing your speed. This is the time for you to um, allow your body to learn how to be efficient with this, with your endurance. Okay, so let your long runs be slow and steady. So that way, your hill runs, your intervals can you can they can, can be a lot harder. Okay, there should definitely be a difference between your pace and your heart rate from your speed workouts compared to your long runs. The next type of workout are another another one that I really, really love um, called progression runs or some people might call them negative splits. So this is just where you are starting your run at more of a conservative pace and then finishing your run at a faster and harder pace. Um, I kind of think of it as like turning on a turbo boost halfway through your run. Um, I think this is a really great workout because it it teaches our body to kind of reserve energy. Because I know if I'm doing a race, I want to finish a race strong. I want to cross the finish line sprinting for that, that finish line, you know, getting my heart rate up, pumping my arms, you know, feeling that wind through my hair. I want to feel strong and fast when I finish a race. I don't want to start a race really, really fast and strong and then fizzle out towards the end. 
So these progression runs teach you to kind of hold back a little bit in the beginning of your run and then allow yourself to turn that turbo boost on and get those faster paces at the end of your workout. So the beginning of your run might look like an RPE4 and the end of your workout might look like a RPE6 or 7. Okay, it just means that you're starting your run slower than you are ending your run. So that's progression run or a negative split run. The next run is a tempo run. These runs are typically going to be faster than a pace than you are comfortable with. It's going to be a it's going to be like the fastest pace you can sustain for a set duration or distance. Tempo runs for me and my clients are typically about three to five miles. So obviously, if your tempo run is going to be three miles, it might be a little bit faster of a pace than if you are doing a five mile tempo run. So this RPE, again, it's not going to be crazy. You're not going to be up, but like the eight, nine, um, but your RPE is probably going to be at that six or seven range. It's going to be a little bit more difficult, a little bit harder uh, to maintain a conversation. Your heart rate's going to be up. Um, It's going to be uncomfortable, but these tempo runs are really great to kind of prime you for race day and kind of get you used to running your um, goal race pace, uh, you know, paces, right? So those are tempo runs. The last and final type of run is your recovery runs, or sometimes people might call them easy runs. Now, no run is easy, right? Uh, so don't get don't get thrown off by the term easy run, but it just means that the pace is an easier pace. You know, it's saying that that effort level is going to be that easier effort. So your recovery runs or your easy runs are going to be runs that are kind of between those speed work days, you know, kind of before, after, you know, maybe a long run. Um, These are just going to be days that allow you to kind of keep moving, get some additional mileage, get your blood pumping, get your body moving without putting too much stress and strain on your body. So these are nice and easy runs. Definitely that RPE four or five something that, you know, isn't really pushing yourself too hard um, because we we can't have all of our runs being super hard, strenuous runs that's going to lead to injury and burnout. So these recovery and easy runs are really, really important in our routine. So typically in your your weekly routine, you're going to have probably one long run You might have one or two speed workouts, depending on where you are in your fitness journey. If you're very new to running or you're very new to speed work, I would say start with one speed workout a week. And then, you know, if you've done that for a while and you're feeling really good about it, then maybe you can add in a second 
um, you know, speed work runs. So like the tempo runs, the negative split runs or the progression runs, the intervals, the hill repeats. Out of those things, you're only going to need to do one a week, maybe two if you're much more advanced in your running journey. So that means that if you are running, you know, four days a week, that means you have your long run, you have your speed workout, and then you've got two easier or recovery runs. This way we're kind of following that 80-20 rule where 80% of our mileage is going to be at that easier paces, those lower RPEs, and then 20% of our mileage is going to be at that, that, that higher RPE, those harder efforts. And that is going to allow you to get in good mileage without risking burnout and injury. And it actually can help you increase your your speed by kind of following that 80-20 method. If you're a little bit more advanced, you might see yourself running like five days a week or six days a week. So you might have a long run, one or two, or, you know, two, um, you know, speed workouts, and then you might have yourself two or three easier or recovery runs. So that's kind of how you can mix up your routine. If you are a beginner runner, and I mean, you know, you've only been running for three or four months, don't worry about the speed workouts yet. You know, don't worry about switching things up too much. Focus on building a strong foundation first. And then as you get more into this running journey, you can start to incorporate more of those long run speed workouts, you know, and adding that variety too. Okay. So it really just depends on where you are at in your journey for what is going to be right for you. Listen to your body. Take care of your body. We only have one body, you guys. And if you love running, then you know how important it is to take care of your body. Because if we are not taking care of our body, then we are not going to be able to run forever. You know, we're not going to be able to run long term. We're going to get burned out. We're going to get injuries. And uh, I want you to be able to uh, enjoy your runs and have long seasons and be able to crush those races. So you got to take care of your body. Um, I know that these speed workouts are really, really, really fun. They are absolutely my favorites, but you shouldn't have too many of them in your week. You got to vary up your RPEs. You got to vary up your speeds and paces so you can be a well-rounded, injury-free runner. So that is it for me today, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful, and you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.